1: This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Okay, so that, of course, is the audio from the now world-famous video of the police Interacting with Tyree Nichols in the last moments of his life. And not sure when Chris is going to release this to you to to listen to it. But for me, it's the same day uh,
2: the video was released. I just saw it.
1: And this one is different. That's not to say that it's better or worse than any other video that we've seen where we've talked about police interacting with black and brown bodies, often enough leaving black people dead. Um, but it is to say that what we have here is a bunch of officers who each probably weighs twice as much as Tyree Nichols. Five officers. Beating a man to death. And
2: what I saw when I saw the video
1: is something that I think the world saw. We didn't see five black men
2: beating up Tyree Nichols. We saw five cops beating him up. That's
1: different. For years, we tried to say, it's not a black and white thing. It's a black and blue thing. And no one would listen during Rodney King. No one no one listened at any time. I think that especially white people and conservatives, especially conservatives, took that narrative and interpreted it as black people versus white people. It's certainly black people versus white institutions that have their roots in slavery, absolutely. But it was never black people versus white people. It was versus versus those institutions. And tonight, we saw that. I don't think there's too many people that saw five black men killing Tyree Nichols. I think most people saw five cops killing him. So, again, we say we have a police problem in this country. We already know that we have a a criminal justice system that unfairly sentences black and brown people. Unfairly convicts them and sentences them.
2: Um, but this is the
1: one where often enough it's life and death. You know, when he first got apprehended, first thing I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't do nothing. Imagine, imagine, right? And we, and we, and now we know what the story was. So of course, there's, he didn't do nothing. But imagine that happening to you.
2: What what What's going on? I didn't I didn't even do anything. What?
1: What? Bunch of bullies running up. And then later in the video, you see you're just taking turns. Hitting them in the face, hitting them in the head, hitting them with sticks, kicking them in the face. Depending on which angles you chose to to watch. I know it's they're all hard to watch. Unfortunately, I have to watch this
2: stuff. And so I think that this moment is going to be a moment that lives, lives on. All of these police murders, let's be honest, are significant, all of them.
1: But this one is going to be up there, mark my words. Because this shows, absolutely, for now and forever, that all of the ideas about police reform are just ideas. They're just talking points. They have no real value. Oh, well, what if the police officers are black? Community community policing, this sort of thing. All right. We have a, a textbook example now. Of why that doesn't work. All of these officers were black and they killed that boy. Young man, I should say. He's no longer alive. Last moments of his life lived in horror, fear, screaming for his mother, because she thought he he thought she might be able to help him. He was trying to get to her. other people's ideas. Oh, police need better training. We've been training the police. That's been a talking point since at least the 60s. So we're talking decades of that same talking point and examples of training. Often enough, it's the people responsible for the training that end up killing these these uh, young black
2: men. I, I know I, I know I can think of a couple of examples of that. And that's often enough for me.
1: Police need more resources. We need to be giving more money to the police so they can hire more police officers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, again, this moment is going to be pivotal. This moment will reintroduce a lot of conversations about what it means to be black in this country and at the mercy of the criminal justice system, in particular, the police. This moment will shine a light on just how Terrible, <laughs> these ide- ideas are, and how performative these statements are, and how empty these promises are. Policing as an institution, legacy institution, doesn't want to die, doesn't want to change, it doesn't want to be reformed. Everybody who works there sits comfortably. There's never any accountability. In fact, four of the five officers bailed out immediately. Free as a bird
2: right now with a murder charge on their head. Somewhere in Memphis, walking the street. The police are scared of
1: nothing because they have our support. Not my individual support, but our support. The people, even us black people, yes. We didn't take the time to listen to what it meant when they were telling us we should defund the police. There were some great ideas there that deserved to be planted and watered and had their time to take root and to grow and to bear fruit. We shouldn't have been afraid of defunding the police. We shouldn't have been given to fear mongering, which is exactly what conservatives are masterful at this. And this is the world we're left with. That could just have easily been me. And if you look anything like me, that just as easily could have been you. And if you don't relate to that, I'm sure you know somebody who you could see in that situation. It hasn't happened to you yet. God willing it never does. But that doesn't mean you should separate yourself from this moment. This is the moment where you educate yourself. You look behind the curtain. You don't allow yourself to become afraid. You take some time. You formulate your thoughts. And then you decide. How you're going to move forward, how you're going to vote, who you're going to hold accountable in your community, to what degree you're going to hold these people accountable. And you're going to have to decide, do I wait until it's too late? Or do I use this man's life and death as an example of what could happen and
2: take action now? So here we are again.
1: These, these past couple episodes have been intense and it's very difficult to open the floor up for conversations with people who disagree with me, but this is what I signed up for and who knows, maybe you know something I don't, so as ever, you can reach out to me on all social media, at RamsesJah. Of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Let's talk about it. And until we do, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. Elevated.